Blog Talk Radio. Probably 
going to change the world and the court system of the conservatorship. So if that's not enough for you, we have a brand new song pick of the week from two country music icon superstars. So with that, sit back, grab your favorite cocktail, and let's get started because all you need to know radio starts right now. and welcome to All You Need to Know Radio, America's number one show in our time slot. We are broadcasting in America and around the world, and welcome to our world. Caution, there is no spin here, so if you came to hear lies or what Fox News and other news stations are putting out, please go away and don't listen to our show. We don't want you, and you are not wanted here. Unless you want to educate yourself. So, without further ado, here is Almost Wars, my sidekick, the man of the of the man of the hour, at least, my favorite person <laughs> in the world. Almost Wars with Wars and None. Welcome to our show, Almost. How are you tonight? Thank you, John. It's, it's such a pleasure. I really love this show, and. Um... I, I, I can't wait to talk with you and uh, with the listeners about some of these important topics. Hold on, hold on one second for me, almost. If you could keep talking, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Absolutely, show. sure. So, um, my name's Almost Warrens. I'm a 36-year-old um, uh, independent-leading Democrat political activist. I'm also an attorney. I have a law firm called Warrens, done in Dallas, Texas where I do business, real estate, and personal injury civil litigation. But uh, the reason I do this show is because of uh, my longtime uh, care about progressive ideals and progressive politics, um, and in specific with uh, pocketbook items. Um, I'm, I'm very focused on items like taxation and the uh, uh, social welfare system, to ensure that, you know, the richest country in the world is properly taken care of. It's most, um, you know, it's disabled, it's elderly, it's, uh, you know, mentally challenged. Uh, America has enough money to do that, but then we, why don't we do it? And the answer is bad governance and bad policy. And um, so frequently I get to use this show, and one of the reasons I love, love, love doing this show is I get to uh, report the context and the analysis surrounding the news story, not just the news story. And so often these news stories are presented, um, you know, uh, without favoring a particular viewpoint, especially if you're looking at something like a AP News or a Reuters story. But sometimes it's obvious from a moral and ethical perspective what the correct viewpoint is. And so by analyzing news stories, let's, let's give an example. So, you know, um, uh, with the infrastructure deal that was just put into place, or excuse me, just uh, a cloture vote, but it was, was taken where 17 Republican senators crossed the aisle to uh, consider debate and take up a final vote on the infrastructure bill, um, something that's 
worth noting that is not being effectively notated in many of these stories about it is how are we paying for it? And, and the, re- the way we're paying for it is by, quote, unquote, repurposing previously um, pledged funds for coronavirus relief, as well as um, recouping funds from states that have refused Medicare expansions. Excuse me. Medicaid expansions. What are we not doing? We're not taxing the rich. If you recall, in the, the, about a month, a month and a half ago, ProPublica, which is a fantastic uh, research and good governance organization, released a uh, detailed report indicating that the 25 richest Americans, uh, there was essentially a leak of the IRS, and uh, the ProPublica's report indicated that the 25 richest Americans pay a pittance of their wealth and taxes every year and of their earnings, and it's because of the very strange definition we have of income. And what happens is that people like you and people like me who are paid on a W-2 or a 1099 wages for your labor um, typically uh, pay a tax rate of, you know, on the low end, 15 17%, and on the high end, 35 37%, an effective tax rate for their income taxes. But people like Elon Musk, who are incredibly wealthy, they have ownership. They own stock in Tesla, and they're also on the board of directors of Tesla. And what he did is he made a loan against his stock where his company paid him $55 million to – uh, hold the stock as collateral, and it's technically a loan to the company he owns. Um, and that $55 million cash infusion that he received does not count as income under the current taxation rules. And so, you know, we could talk about the news story, which is the infrastructure plan looks like it may go through the Senate in a bipartisan manner, which is a big deal because we haven't had real bipartisan legislation go through the Senate in a long time. And this is a big but. That deal, in order for it to get the approval of those 17 Republicans, had to take any new taxes off the table. And we need the very, very wealthiest people, the literal wealthiest people in the history of the world, to pay income taxes appropriately. It's ridiculous that you and me and John Hollywood pay a higher effective tax rate than Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. It's ridiculous. And so we could, you know, the the news story that talks about the Senate's passage of the bill or the Senate's voting to take it up for debate doesn't appropriately analyze the, the, the taxation issue underlying the bill and underlying the compromise. So, you know, it's, it, it's complex. The world is hard. There's a, there's, a lot that, there's a lot of moving parts in the government and in policy, but by being able to appropriately consider your ultimate goal, which is the government working for the people, you know, we pay taxes for a reason. It's to make people's lives better. And so, you know, if we have the, that goal in mind, it becomes easier to, to do an appropriate analysis of that incredibly complicated news story, which it really just boils down to 
the Republicans are protecting the incredible, incredibly, incredibly wealthy individuals who refuse to pay income taxes properly. And when I complain, which I often do on this program, about poor messaging, about the Democrats effectively explaining the situation, um, then um, we, and when I say we, that, that means progressives and the Democrats should much more forcefully explain to the American people that the reason we cannot have nice things, the reason we cannot have real high-speed rail infrastructure like they have in Europe and East Asia is because the Republicans are protecting the extremely wealthy, and in a much more sinister thing, some Democrats are also protecting the extremely wealthy by refusing to consider um, a change to the filibuster rules to which the very wealthy perceive would likely hurt them if progressive Democrats were able to ram through changes to the tax code or changes to the labor code that would um, – potentially negatively affect their big business corporate clients who are paying them tons and tons of money for their quote-unquote re-election campaigns, but um, it causes Democratic policymakers and Democratic lawmakers to not really work on behalf of the people. And so, you know, any person who is listening to this radio program right now should remember the goal is that the government works for the people. It is a democracy, and we elect them. So when they fail to work for the people, it's the Democrats who and, – and not just the Democrats, but the progressives and the populace, the people here in America who want our government to work effectively. It's our job to tell them no and to vote them out and to primary them if they're not really working on behalf of the American people. We want government health care. We want a clean environment that, that treats climate change as a real threat. We want good infrastructure. There's a lot of different things that we want, but none of that happens without effective messaging from the Democrats and a populist who will hold both the Republicans and the Democrats accountable when they don't work on behalf of the government. Um, I, I, are you still there? Are you, John Hollywood, would you like to no, keep I, talking? No, I am here. These are things that I've never heard you explain in detail. Like well, usually you ask me a specific question, and this time you just told me to talk, so I wasn't really sure what to do. <laughs> no. Well, I wholeheartedly agree. I'm very happy. Copperhead, you have something to say? Yeah. I, it's just always amazing to me almost how you can like finite and like put a nice edge on some of this stuff. And it's, it's real easy for us to get lost in the jargon and get tossing and back and forth. And I understand that there's compromises on both sides of the bill when it comes to any sort of law that passes, but for you to yeah. shoot that bullseye every time is, is definitely point blank. I mean, you can't, you can't have it's one without the other. It's poetic is what it is. Almost. Well, I thank you guys for the kind words. That's why so let's here. move on. Uh, do you, Copperhead, do you specifically, quickly, we've got like six seconds to, uh, if you want to quote I, about I, anything, 
No, I, I think that he hit it straight on the nail. We need those. We need that money into our our budget as Americans so that we can make America better. Like, there's no reason that the people who profit the most out of it shouldn't be able to contribute something to it. Right. Absolutely. And you know what's funny it, is that they. Um, I'm echoing somewhere. Where is it? Sorry for me. Can y'all? Uh, it's better now. Hold, hold on one. Hold on one second. Try that. So, so let me let me let me say something similar along these lines. Recall um, that the state of Missouri has had several ballot measures where they they through their the Missouri state constitution. They have ballot measures. The people, you could get a bunch of signatures, and then you could get it on the electoral ballot. And they did that for a few progressive issues, like raising the minimum wage, Medicaid expansion, and um, uh, medical cannabis. And all three of those passed with pretty solid majorities in the 60 percentage range. And all three of them, the Missouri legislature challenged in the state Supreme Court and the so the legislature and the state Supreme Court are all controlled by Republicans. Um, they have elected uh, Republican judges in the state of Missouri and um, the justices, excuse me. And what, what happened is the people using the state constitution followed the procedure and voted for the progressive policies. But and then what, those same people, then those same people turn around and vote for Republican representatives. Missouri is a solidly red state. You know, none of them, uh, the, 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 the Democrats hardly ever win in Missouri except in the big cities. And um, uh, so then the, the Republican legislature, they, they take away, they take away the good things that the people want. So, it's, right. you know, and that's why it's important that we educate our populace and the shows like this where we do news analysis are so important. And get the messaging out that we need to get out to the right people. Right, right. And that messaging is challenging, man. But that's, um, you know, we're you and me and John and Hollywood, we're doing our part on this show. So we do what we can. I think we're about to go to break. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the music means. Um, I will check on the server board here in a second. But we will be right back with All You Need to Know Radio. Don't touch that dial, guys, or you're going to miss out. Here we go. Seventy-five years of hoops. We live in the mountains, so I like to walk. I'm really busy in my life. I'm always doing something. I'm not a person that's going to sit too long. In the morning, I wake up, and the first thing I do is go to my art studio. A couple came up and handed me a brochure on Prevagen. I've been taking Prevagen for about four years. I feel a little bit brighter, and my mind just feels sharper. I would recommend it to anyone. It absolutely works. Prevagen. Healthier brain. Better life. Today, body fuel, time to play, drinking it after glass milk, three to one, blast milk, full of calcium milk, make it number one milk, twist milk, tough milk, how do you do, what up milk, shuffle milk, shop milk, question, got milk? ...with you, but before we sign, I gotta ask. Sure, anything. We searched you online, and maybe you can explain this? Yeah. 
can't believe that garbage is still coming in. That is so false. Frustrated with your online search results? Call Reputation Defender today to join tens of thousands who improve their online reputation. Get your free reputation report card at reputationdefender.com or call 1-877-866-8555. Dinner time is my time to shine. Grab some piping hot chicken, young man. Much better than microwave hot dogs, right, Dad? Eat up. I'm doing the cooking tonight. So pick up a KFC $20 fill-up today. Everybody, welcome to All You Need to Know Radio, America's number one show. Once again, we are heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio exclusively. Sounds like I'm cutting in and out. Got to get this stuff fixed, engineers, or I'm going to hang one of you like they should have wanted to hang Mike Pence. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I need to laugh too, guys. This has been a very hard week in my life. All right, let's do this. Let's talk about the insurrection of January 6th, the worst this betrayed day to the officers of this country that protect us every day, to the cowards of the GOP that cannot seem to not lie on TV. Hence, this is tonight's, what, does anybody of you guys, here's a test for y'all. Do y'all know what the the title of tonight's show is? I can imagine. I do not. Bad, bad uh, co-host. I have to bend you both (laughs) over and spank you with my whip. Will a Republican... uh tell the truth on TV and not lie to the American people ever again. And stop echoing the the big liar himself. I want a 20-second response to that. Go. Sure. The answer is a very small subset of them already have, so Kidniger and Cheney and a couple others, and most of them who are kind of in the Trump cult probably will not until there are some very serious consequences. Your turn. Twenty again. Twenty seconds. Of Copperhead. I mean, it's pretty obvious what's going on just by the votes. We're going to have a split party as far as the Republican Party goes, and like almost said, some of them are still going to be Trumpers, and some of them are going to go back to the true true Republicans that they were, and they need to. They need to go back. We, I love having a good conservative and a good discussion, but lies aren't helping anybody with anything. <laughs> well, my answer is that a Republican Party is a Republican Party, and if even one of them lies and they are not uh, disciplined for it publicly, censured, something like that, then that considers a black eye on the entire party. So my answer to that is right now, no. I don't believe they ever will. I don't think they have the guts. 
I really don't. And especially I think when their balls, especially when I think their balls were literally snipped off in the middle of the night by people Donald Trump hired. I mean, and I think when you I've have the, when you have the liars, sorry, when you have the lies reiterated by the leaders of that party, that's telling you what the party believes. And therefore, I, I right. do agree with you on that part. And, and I agree so, as well that the leadership is clearly beholden to the lie. <laughs> so then y'all get where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And and I think that you're not wrong. I mean, the, the, the biggest problem – well, we've got several big problems, but one of the biggest problems in America today is that – the 99 problem and the Republicans are We've got millions and millions of people who have a significant misunderstanding or willful misunderstanding uh, or willful, you know, bad faith arguments ignorance. regarding ignorance or it's willful. So I, I think a lot of them know that it's a lie, but but do it on purpose. Um, I, about, they do, you think, do you think that they have tied their to Donald Trump that they may end up sinking to the bottom because Donald Trump's a dying breed? Yeah, I, I think that I think that there is some of that, and but when you corner someone and like a cornered animal, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And, and you do know that two tr- two different uh, races, one here in Texas, that Donald Trump, the guy, sadly died of COVID nineteen. His wife yeah. ran against a com- opponent. And his wife lost even with Donald Trump's endorsements. And I'm not talking about Donald Trump just putting one ad out there. I'm not picking, talking about him picking up the phone and calling a bunch of people. There are reports out there he spent 10 days campaigning for these people. And she lost by like four Susan, Susan Wright and Fort Worth lost to what I guess Copperhead would call a more traditional conservative. Well, just one that does, doesn't drink the Kool-Aid but still believes in the conservative actions that they need to partake in. Exactly, and that's that's basically what happened is that that, that gentleman – I forgot the guy's name, but the new representative who won in four words beat the Donald Trump preferred candidate, and the Donald Trump preferred candidate was, was – she was, you know, the election of the lie, COVID's, you know, not real – uh, climate change right. is not real. She's insane. Or when I say insane, she's brainwashed. Well, and she's reiterating the same lies that we've heard already. Right. That's, that's then, what I find. You know, the, the question what, – what I, what I find an interesting kind of philosophical question is that individual, Susan Wright, I don't know her from Adam. All I know about her is news reports. But I wonder, I sincerely wonder – does she actually believe it, or is it a ruse? Right. This is it a grift? And I don't know well, the answer. What, well, the terrifying part is either she does believe it, and that's scary to have somebody in charge that doesn't know the truth, or she doesn't believe right. it, and it's scary to have somebody in charge who's professing lies knowingly. It, it, it's so either way, really it troubling either way. Right. Well, it, it shows also that Donald Trump is losing his grip because when he you is. spend and, that much time mm-hmm. – 
He really is. So you, all three of And it's really uh, – It's seconds, really hard to – And then we're going to move on to something else. Almost well, 10 really seconds. Hard to is Donald Trump losing his grip? I, I think so, um, but I think that there's it, – it's interesting. I feel like he's losing his grip with the, I guess, what you would call traditional conservatives. But there's a huge, huge – I mean – 50 million people, a really large amount of people who are in his cult of personality. And for those people, if you speak with them, he's still the king. The king of what? The king of everything. He's, he's the god emperor of the United States. I mean, he's going to be reinstated in mid-August. I mean, there's, there's people, millions of Americans who legitimately believe that. So, and by the way, in you part, millions of Americans, mm-hmm. you millions of Americans that even think for one minute Donald Trump is going to be reinstated, let me recant what our, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, said about the leader, uh, Kevin McCarthy. You're all morons. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's clearly false. But I think you're, it's a mistake for that, people like you. And uh, you I, I say that one more time. I'm sorry. Well, Nancy uh, the Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi was, calling calling. Yes, I did hear that. Um, what do you think? But of my, that? I think the point that I'm trying to. Well, I think that um, she's right. That you know, so many. It, it's finally she's kind of picked up her spine a little bit, and. Um, is calling a spade a spade and messaging effectively. Because frankly, if you believe that the you know January sixth insurrection and coup attempt was not was a, was a pretty okay, not that bad tourist uh, event, then you are a moron. Copperhead ten seconds, and we got to move on. I just think. I think that uh, anyone who follows the King Kong would definitely be bananas. I mean, that's the basis of my puns right there for you. But I do believe that if you look at any of the visuals, any of the snapshots, any of the videos, any of the testimonies, any of the reports of what happened on the 6th, and then you listen to him still, it should be a black eye for, like, you and everybody. Like, you should just – this goes back to the Darwin Awards. Like, if we could just take the uh, labels, like <laughs> warning labels on a lot of stuff, and just purify like the intelligence of our community, like these would be the people I think would suffer. Well, well, careful there. You sound a little bit eugenic on me, but I totally understand what you mean. I kind of jumped kind of analogies there. Kind of getting some good hits in there today. Great job, buddy. <laughs> the gloves are off. <laughs> they need to be. They needed to be a long damn time ago. You know, hmm. I, I can do it. I kill people with kindness and, you know, sweeten with sugar, not with vinegar. So it's one of those things that I'll tell you exactly how stupid you are, but I'm not going to do it harshly normally. I normally try to do it. I try to do it with a little bit of uh, censorship to it. But you'll mm-hmm. know it. I know that firsthand. All right. So let's move on. So almost some of the most. And and Copperhead. Some of the most sad, heart-wrenching, awful, horrible, un-American, pathetic, and just sad for our country. 
testimony started this week for the January 6th insurrection, which, by the way, Kevin McCarthy was stupid enough to think that Nancy Pelosi was not going to be smart enough to not let people on this committee that have already committed treason against our country. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's just so sad. It's awful. But I want you to hear. Predictable to a small extent. We're going to do this a little bit differently. We're not going to play the officer's testimony. We are going to play one of, and you can't say this is Antifa. You can't say anything else except this is a Donald Trump uneducated white trash man that I would guess was fat just by the way he talks and he can barely breathe when he's talking. When one of the officers is testifying about the horrifying literal beating of his body, this is the voicemail we left him. Listen, I was advised by Copperhead not to play this because he feels like this is going to get us banned from all you need to know from Blog Talk Radio. The FCC does not control this show whatsoever. Blog Talk Radio is not uh, looking at our show and has no control over our show whatsoever. So we do want to put a disclaimer based off of what he said to me that these are the views of me, John Hollywood, and I felt like it was important that the American people heard the education, the insultive, un, no, no character, no, no self-worth, just white trash moron. The, the, uh, what was the word that Hillary Clinton called people that she got? Degenerate. Deplorable. 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 That was it. Deplorable Trump supporter that probably sits in a trailer park, which there's nothing there's nothing wrong with a trailer park, but for someone to go this far should should seriously be tried for treason. First of all, using those. Exclusives over the phone like that almost is that illegal? It's harassment. It's it's not treason. It's harassment. And yes, it is. It's almost certainly a crime. Um, I'm not uh, certain what jurisdiction that phone call was made from, but in the state of Texas, Washington. that would likely constitute. 
it, w- it would likely constitute a terroristic threat and, uh, and harassment. Um, he could also probably sue him. Uh, Officer Fanod could also probably sue that gentleman. But re- regardless of the one phone call, and I, I thank you for, for playing that phone call because it, it brings something up that I, you know, we haven't really discussed on this show, but it's another part of the odious and un-American nature of, Donald, of the Donald Trump administration and the people who follow him, his deplorables. And it's, it's a fact that they regularly are kind of his army of trolls um, where – I don't know if you remember, for example, during the Kavanaugh hearings, uh, Blasey Ford who made the allegation and several of the other women who made allegations against uh, Kavanaugh, horrible, horrible phone calls just like the one you played. And um, you know, I, I often mention Cesar Sayoc, the MAGA terrorist, the MAGA bomber who did similar things basically to Donald Trump's enemies. So like a Hitler or and his SS and like a Stalin and his Stasi or uh you know like like a like a Chinese communist party and their secret police uh, Do- Donald Trump not using necessarily the the tools of government but using his his cult of personality he didn't even have to direct these people. It's not like he called that trailer trash guy and said, call up Officer Fanon and yell at him. The guy did it on Trump's behalf because he knew it's what Trump would have wanted. And it's part and it's I'm sure that Trump, if, if Trump was aware enough to listen to that voicemail, I'm sure he, he was giddy with glee that it was sent. So, so, so you know – Right, and so that—that's uh, like I said, you know, and like you said, it's—it's it's probably a crime, and it's probably a tort, and it's definitely un-American. Um, but it's—it's it's bigger than just one phone call because it's part of a pattern that Trump and his supporters take of harassing people who have different political beliefs in a in a horrific and nasty, nasty way. Well, and the rhetoric comes from the top down. You have Trump who's professing mm-hmm. lies and telling that he was the one that was hurt and he's the one that's the victim all the way down to his, his kids and his, uh, his ex-wife and everyone who's associated with him being thrown in jail because they've covered up crimes that he's done or have hidden the truth or muddied the waters enough that he's gotten off so far, but he's now mm-hmm. in, the, in the crosshairs to – suffer some real consequences to some of his actions, and then the next step down is the political leaders that he's helped promote who then in turn help promote him all the way down to their constituents, which are just reiterating this echo chamber of rhetoric and hate speech that's just fulfilling the airways with we are the only race, we are the only people, we are the only people who will survive, and the rest of you are morons, or the rest of you are Mm -hmm. or the rest of you just don't need to be here, and they're not saying it that way, but they're telling us that we're not good enough to be part of their world. And they're trying to exclude The language us. is important. Yes, and it's it's full of hate, and I'm not that person. <laughs> right. But seeing it hey, guys, right. down and then right there, applauding each other. To take a quick break, and we're going to take like a two-second break because we need to come back and we need to really talk about the rest of this, and I don't want almost to leave us. So we'll be right back. This is okay. All You Need to Know Radio, heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio. If you want to be part of the show, 516-531-9990. If you're a Trump fan, tell us why. Tell us why you can follow such a fraud and a coward and a sexual predator and a homophobic bigot. We want to know. We'll talk, don't talk, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
without compromises, your reality. Thoughtfully sourced, chef-crafted lunches you dream about. And decked in desserts made with clean, organic ingredients. All delivered right to your door. Daily Harvest. Get started today at dailyharvest.com. This is Melasmologies. We started by making the cloud easier to manage. But we didn't stop there. We made a cloud flexible enough to adapt to any size business. No matter what it does. Or how it changes. And we kept going. So you only pay for what you use. Because at Dell Technologies, we stop at nothing. concert with Copperhead and I, right? Uh, he's like, he's like, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> While he's thinking about that, if you want to be part of the show, we've got a few people showing up. What I need to tell you is if you want us to go on, bring you on, on the show, you need to press one so I know you're a brave individual and you really do want to be part of the show. So once again, to join the show live, 516-531-9990. So Alma, I'll let you out of that. Don't worry about that. We'll talk about that later. The coronavirus. Thank God. We've got to get serious about this. Listen, everybody out there in America and around the world, listen to my voice. It is a simple piece of cloth that you are putting over your simple face to save lives. What is the big deal? How special are you? The thing is, is this was made political. And shame, shame, shame on Donald Trump. But I can't completely blame Donald Trump because Donald Trump doesn't live in 75 million homes. He doesn't force you what to do. You, as your own individual, should make your own decisions. Let's let's make this as a little bit of an observation. Is that you have the leaders such as Donald Trump and his family. You have Fox News and their channel affiliates all talking about how the the coronavirus is a sham and that the the that we're doing for it, or I mean the um, shots that we're doing for it are bunk, and that it's all a ruse for the Democratic Party. Then how come all of them have their shots? How come all of them have been taking care of their families and taking themselves, but they don't tell their followers to do the same? I'll give every you that almost. leader of the world, every leader in the free world, every single one of them has gotten vaccinated. 
including Donald Trump and his whole family and Mike Pence and his whole family. It's and the Fox News insane. Channel and mm-hmm. Yeah, and all of the Fox News people and all of the Sinclair Radio people, and they're telling their, you know, what I actually found it Listen very in. interesting that they, they um, uh, recently, I think it was st- kind of starting last week, have now changed their tune. Now and that you it's know basically why? only old, because Republicans are dying. No, it's because their sponsorships have changed. Guess who's their sponsors well, now? Well, that too. It's all about money for Fox News. It's all about money for the Republican mm-hmm. Party when it comes to this sort of stuff. They'll have their followers You're probably scared right. to death and, and tell them that they can't vote for Democrats because Democrats are out to take money out of their pockets and to steal from them and kill their families. And yet the Republicans are just watching them die off because it's more important to keep us divided as a nation than it is for to keep the nation healthy. So they will tell their, mm-hmm. their, their followers to, to be opposite of whatever the Democrats are doing until money is put in their pocket, until Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson & Johnson start sponsoring co- uh, content on their TV show and start promoting, pushing commercials on their time slots. They don't care. But once that money starts coming mm-hmm. in, now it's all about let's go ahead and get this corona nipped in the butt. Let's go ahead and save our people. Let's go ahead and be a healthy nation. This is our one shot. Follow the dollars. What do you think about that almost? I mean, the vaccination—it's—it's it's, it's such an insidious issue because it's so—it's—it's it's free, it's easy, it's safe and effective. After the second booster shot, most people are sick for about one day, and it truly does cause a substantial reduction in the likelihood that an individual will get coronavirus and in community spread via um, asymptomatic carriers. Like, it's a miracle that we have a safe and effective vaccine in like a year and a half. It is an incredible scientific achievement. And and so having the Republican Party and – Certain aspects of the like evangelical movement and things like that, um, spreading false claims about the vaccine—it's just incredibly sad and upsetting. But I mean, it's just kind of par for the course these days, unfortunately. And so, just as almost you know, like, what? Hey, hey, guys, do, let's do me a favor. Just stop us talking, talking from each other. Let me kind of control it a little bit, like I was doing in the beginning. Unless you guys have a better yes, idea. Sir. I just want to make sure that y'all – we keep this a little streamlined. Almost 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. What You have a company. Would you require your staff to be vaccinated? I think we're – I think we are headed to a vaccination card system just like an ID. I don't see anything wrong with it. People are dying by the millions. We have to do John. something. Let me answer your question. My company already has such a policy, but I didn't have to actually enforce it because I hire good and smart people, and all of my employees already had it when I made that policy. So the next question is, why do you think so many companies – well, I know that uh, Lyft, Uber, um, Mm -hmm. Apple, Google, Yahoo – all the major tech companies are making it a requirement that you wear a mask inside, vaccinated or not. Mm-hmm. Is that a bad? So I've seen. No, I, I think that's probably a smart move until we get more people vaccinated and the Delta variant of the coronavirus has become a little bit more under control. 
but you know, a lot of large companies are having these discussions. But I'm just, you know, very small, closely held law firm. I can make the decision much easier than, you know, Microsoft or something, which has a million employees. Copperhead, twenty seconds. I think that um, it's very important to have policies like that. I think each company needs to, of course, evaluate their own situation. But having leaders like that showing that it can be done um, is very important. I think that it would also be incentivized. It would be interesting to have companies incentivize their, their products or their opportunities that, like Lyft and Uber do, that you have to be covered to be in their, their buildings and in their, take advantage of their um, opportunities. I know that there's even places like CVS and Walgreens who are giving monetary uh, compensation for you getting your shot there for free. So, like, you get $25 back, mm-hmm. I think, at Walgreens. So I think that's something that would help motivate some people. I do like ha- seeing how the federal government is considering um, having two options. Either you get you get your shot or you have a, a regular test that you're able to, to get screened through on a daily basis. I know that the shot isn't capable for every single person, so there does need to be alternatives. But I think for the most part, those – those incentivized and those uh, rules for your company should be should be pushed, should be heavily done by the corporations, not necessarily the government. Great job, Copperhead. Mm. All right, guys. Almost thank you so much for staying with us. Everybody, we're going to step back to the story with the Capitol. Listen. It got just 35 Republican votes and now goes on to the Senate where it needs the support of 10 Republicans to survive. Minority Leader Mitch McConnell will not be one of those Republicans. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy voted no on the bill tonight in the House and went so far as to lobby senators on it earlier today. seems both of them got the message from the man who incited the rioters themselves. The former president's statement late last night reads, quote, Republicans in the House and Senate should not approve the Democrat trap of the January 6th commission. It is just more partisan unfairness, and unless the murders, riots, and firebombings in Portland, Minneapolis, Seattle, Chicago, New York are also going to be studied, this discussion should be ended immediately. Republicans must, much, must get tougher and much smarter and stop being used by the radical left. Hopefully Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy are listening. Well, they were. It was a call and response just over 12 hours after the former president sent out that uh, statement, I guess. McConnell said he'd oppose a commission if it made it to the Senate. So today and tonight, we witnessed two grown adults, elected officials in positions of true power and responsibility, bending to the whims of a twice-impeached, defeated former one-term president and now golf course greeter and wedding crasher who could be a big step closer to criminal indictment. And we'll have more on that shortly. Again, he's not just the one responsible for inciting the mob on January 6th or for spreading the big lie for months about the election. He is the one not so long ago, who leaders McConnell and McCarthy blamed out loud in public. So before we get into tonight's House vote, the limited Republican support for it, its slim prospects in the Senate, and each leader's role in resisting it, here's a very quick reminder of what they sounded like when they were simply telling the truth. The mob was fed lies. They were provoked by the president and other powerful people. The president bears responsibility for Wednesday's attack on Congress by mob rioters. Well, the top Republicans in the Senate and House back in January, that's what they said. Tonight, they're leading the charge against the legislation that passed the House this evening. After careful consideration, I've made the decision to oppose the House Democrats' slanted and unbalanced proposal for another commission to study the events of January the 6th. 
As everybody surely knows, I repeatedly made my views about the events of January the 6th very clear. Well, he said law enforcement and existing committees already have the investigation well in hand. A commission, he said, is simply not needed. He might just as well have said, check your local cable listings and good luck. And as you consider all of that, take this in. It's new video released today of the thing that neither Senator McConnell or Leader McCarthy want to learn more about. Now, according to the FBI, one of the suspects in this video is hitting officers with a tactical baton that he picked up. So, first of all, thank you to my good friend Anderson for that reporting. And I myself would like to say thank you so much for your service of the U.S. Capitol officers. And I'm sorry that the very people that you guard with your lives and you put your your family's lives that you may never see again do not have the morals or they don't care about you. And I hope if they're, I if they're ever put in that situation again, we'll see what happens. Almost, I'm going to let you have this <clears> as your closing argument because I know you want to say something about what you heard. Thank you, and I do. Thank you very much. So the, 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 the action statements, one of the reasons why Anderson Cooper's reporting right there was so good is because it – directly showed how they changed their mind after political pressure from Donald Trump, where both McConnell and McCartney, the um, Senate minority leader and the House minority leader, the top Republicans in the House and Senate, um, both clearly blamed the January 6th insurrection on Donald Trump because it's obvious. And then they changed their mind after the fact. And it's the, the message and the um, – education of the American people on just how craven and cowardly and un-American those leaders in the Republican Party are, it's hard to get out. But even even brainwashed people or even um, people who are in Donald Trump's cult of personality, when confronted with the actual evidence, have no reasonable response. And it's impossible for one individual to change the world. But it is possible for you and you and you, every single listener, to do your part by making sure you are properly registered to vote in your jurisdiction and voting in every single election, including small local elections, and voting straight-ticket Democrat or at least against the Republicans every single time for every election for the rest of your life. These people are, are not your countrymen. They're not your friends. They're trying to, to install a dictator and clearly don't care about democracy. Um, Thank you guys so much. It was a really enjoyable show. We talked about a lot of important issues, and I will see you next week. Thank you, Almost. We'll see you next week. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, Copperhead. So your turn. What did you think about that? I mean, it's it's obvious. I, I can't. 
I can't talk about these things with a straight face with people who don't follow the logic, that don't follow the science, that don't follow the videos. I mean, if your own leaders are flip-flopping and they're so fair-weather that they can't keep the same story going more than a month, like, that should warn you. That should worry you. That should, like, give you reasons to start listening to somebody who has a consistent story, that has the truth, that has the, the reasons behind them, that has the reasons and the logic behind them. So it just blows my mind that anyone who's a Trump supporter can seriously take him for a true fact. I would rather people tell me that they know it's a lie, but they're just racist or they're just haters or they're just not – they're just anti-democratic or whatever the You better hope is. your mama's not listening. You better hope My mama and I have thought. No, there are people out there – there are people out there all over the world that have their own reasons behind it, and if they tell me what those reasons are and we can talk to them and I can I can hear their side of it and they I hope they can hear mine and we can go from there. But to consistently follow somebody who lies, who instigates rebellion, who instigates crime, who promotes uh, the, the people in his circle alone, watching every single one of them go into jail or be prosecuted on the highest of courts, that shit alone – you, the birds of a feather flock together comes to mind, and you see what's going on with this pattern. So I don't understand how people can support him. And I don't know that's, if they ever won't support him. I think, the, I I think just, once evidence is made clear, and if the, it like almost keeps preaching, if we could get our messaging across with facts and with the science behind it and with the fact, with the consistent story behind it and we can get through these lies, then yes, American people will wake up. They're not stupid. They're just being ignorant or they're being told in this echo chamber what the these lies are, and they're not given the opportunity, if you will, to pursue the truth themselves. Hey, Copperhead, real quick, we have some breaking news. Sorry to break in. Hey. We have all been following the tragic story of the conservatorship with Britney Spears. Today has just turned a massive turn in her figure, in her favor. So, doctors have just released a statement, and they back the effort to boot Father Jamie Spears from the conservatorship, her illegal document. The legal team over Britney Spears' 13-year conservatorship continues as efforts to remove her father, Jamie Spears, are ramping up. According to legal documents filed in the Pop Stars case with the court today, doctors are in favor of booting her father from the claim made in the made in the filing team. Be able to make the court believe that her father is causing more harm in her case. The court would likely and will very seriously. Um, let's see. Pursue legal action against him. The document was filed on. I think that's all that says. It goes on other deals. But hold on one second because I want to go back. Because this is too important. Can I ask real quick who's left on her conservatorship besides her father? Because I know that a couple of the companies that represented that conservatorship have dropped off, right? All, all, all of the originals are gone. 
So Jamie Spears is the only person that's left on the original conservatorship. Does that say – and he's profiting from all this, by the way, right? He won't be because if he loses, he'll, be, he'll have to but pay, like any other case, all her legal bills. And from what my understanding is, is that her, her new pit bull attorney is going to request – they're going to really analyze the conservatorship because they've got to go to the judge – with a clear-cut case of abuse. Manipulation? No, I don't know about manipulation. That would be another charge. Hold on one second. Okay. Um, everybody, I don't want you to listen to dead air. So uh, let's listen to the pop star. And this is very apropos. <laughs> from entertainment tonight so this i have i feel a lot more about this i think it is unless i just lost it because they changed this so much all right so britney spears doctors allegedly agree singer's dad should be removed from conservatorship that's fine okay um Britney Spears' medical team agrees that there is not in the be- it is not in the best interest of Britney for Jamie Spears to be and remain the conservatorship of the estate, the document says. Uh, Jody notes that she agrees with Britney and de- desires to remove her father, claiming that his involvement is not in the best interest of the singer. The document also states that Jody second Britney's request to have Jason Rubin, a CPA, as be replaced as the conservator of her estate. She recognizes and agrees she is intimately qualified and she believes and understands the duties and obligations to the act in the best interest of Britney Spears. Isn't it going to be amazing how Britney Spears this little pop star that everybody's always thought she's mom's apple pie and she was just a dumb blonde is really about to change law of the land. I mean, literally federal law that would go to the Supreme court. She's about to make changes of that because of the abusiveness. 
Britney Spears' mom also spoke out in court today, said since this conservatorship has been in place, the relationship between Britney and Jamie has dwindled to nothing but fear and hatred. She alleged that this heartbreak, this breakdown is largely due to Jamie's behavior, including his complete control over his mistrust of her and her mistrust of him and her not like paying his salary when she did not want him on his team, her team ever. During Britney's conservatorship hearing on June 23rd, was asked for a new attorney. So that's where we are with that. With that, we'll be right back. You know what? It is still God's country, not Donald Trump's country. Everybody, please remember that. And with that, here is, I don't know, our investigative reporter, which once again, if you need any help, he'll give you the information to contact him. And here we go. He is going to give his closing argument. I do want to point out one article that I read this uh, week was about George Zimmerman and uh, some of the white privilege that we have and some of the, the hate and stress uh, that the black community has against him. Dr. Sheldon's mother was able to give a closing speech about her son being charged for multiple life sentences for the death of – and it's amazing to me of her speech, and this is an example of what the author was talking about with the white privilege – she gave a 10-minute speech about how she and her husband will suffer because they will not be able to hug their child again the way a regular parent should, and that by the time that he's out of jail, if he's out of jail ever, that they will be passing gone. And she spoke so heartily about how much she loved her son and how much she loved being a police officer. Not once did she apologize to the family or to the community or to the public about any of these things that happened. She did not apologize for her son or the way that he acted and she didn't even talk about any of that and I think part of that is because if she had she would have had to admit there was racism and she would have had to admit that maybe that's where that racism came from was her herself but the fact that she completely ignored it completely after all these lessons that we've learned about this and the lessons that we've had all the way since Martin Luther King Jr. and before that with, e- with equality and equal rights you've got to be kind to each other you've got to be able to look at each other in the eye and speak the truth and be able to not ignore these things that are just staring bold face at us. There's, there have been changes that need to be, that have been needed for a long time, but there's still plenty more to go. So we still need to love each other and find equal grounds to come to each other. I don't have all the answers for you, but to completely ignore them would be reckless. So that's my two cents for tonight. I hope to see you next week. Hollywood. All right, guys, thank you so much, Copperhead. Thank you so, so much. And we're going to go to break and come back, and then you'll get my closing argument. 
guys so this is john hollywood my closing statement and it's very simple you are not invincible and you very if you do not take this coronavirus very seriously you very much could lose your life And that would be so sad for your family, for your little girl, your little boy, your grandparents, all over a political thing. This has been made political. And if if you want to know why we are back in this situation, let me be very clear of why we are back in this situation. Donald Trump and it is back in the situation because we are at 100% of a political game that people are not taking seriously. Let me tell you something. When they told you that if you get vaccine, you were going to be okay and not have to wear a mask, when 100 million Americans are still not vaccinated, that goes out the window. We are so close to being locked down again and all of you Sean Hannity Tucker Carlson which Tucker Carlson was basically confronted with his family which I don't like but if you're going to say things on the radio that are flat ass lies you should be confronted about it but the thing is is that this is very simple we all have to be vaccinated if we ever want to live on this planet the same as we did in the past. If you want to continue to live your life the way you're living it, keep going. But you are you are pushing this country to a mandated mask for everyone. That's what you're doing. So every time you think of the um, political thing of this, and who you're going to piss off, think about the, your future and think about it for the rest of your life. You want to wear a mask. Listen, I've been vaccinated. My partner's been vaccinated. Everyone's around me has been vaccinated. It doesn't hurt. It's a little prick. <laughs> Normally, I don't like. Anyway... trying to put a little joke in this but we are in the verge and I mean me and you as family and as a a whole country if we don't get it together we will be in mass for the rest of our lives 
I pray I'm wrong. I pray that our, our citizens are smarter than this. But I don't know. I don't have much hope. Everybody following the number 45 most worthless president in the history of our country, you're a moron. He's done. Everybody that he supported lost the elections yesterday. And they were two Republicans. They weren't Democrats. I don't know. He lost the House. He lost the Senate. Even lost the White House. And you still think this guy is the guy to bring this country together? Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. Thank you for stepping into our world. Thank you to Almost Warriors with Warriors and None. Thank you to Copperhead for taking his time to be part of our show. And hopefully you've learned something here. And congratulations to, uh, you know, the Princess of Pop because what she did was no small feat. Seriously. It was no fault of small feat. And she deserves, and she deserves to be praised because she's going to help a lot of people, a lot of people that she doesn't even know. But see, Brittany has always been doing that her whole life. You know, I was watching footage of her when she was in Paris, and she was signing autographs in New York. So, Britney Spears, this is for you, from all of us at All You Need to Know Radio. Take that man of yours and get laid as long as you want. Get pregnant. Have as many babies as you want. But please come back to music. Music needs you. It really does. So, until next Wednesday, I'm John Hollywood, live from uh, our our, uh, studios from Dallas, Texas. Remember, you are beautiful to everyone. Good night. One last thing. Don't get vaccinated. Say it again. Let me say it again. Go get vaccinated to save your lives and to save everyone's lives around you. And good night. Love you guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We get out of jail here in the next nine days. We'll be good boys and girls. But keep us growing. And remember, if you're not listening to All You Need to Know Radio, you're not in the know. Good night.